Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. Oh, hello. Welcome along to another Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am that blind guy, Stephen Scott. Good to have your company. Once again, I have that other blind guy, Robin Christofferson here. Hello, Robin Christofferson. Hello, one of. Yep. Yes. What a team. <laughs> one of the many blind people out there. One of the <laughs> wonderful blind army of people who love this show, who uh, do so much for this program. And uh, you know, I mentioned yesterday on the show how much I, I how much I thank people like you, Sean, uh, Sally, Tim. David Woodbridge, people who, mm. you know, contribute to the show all the time. And then Greg from Pennsylvania. Oh, so pleased Greg when he sent that in. Yeah, that was a brilliant, brilliant episode. Um, we've done some work on our website. We're going to be talking about it on Monday. Uh, we've added some new features, which will hopefully make it quite, uh, quite nifty. I mean, did you know we didn't have a search function on our website? I hadn't noticed. But I do go there to, because um, the website gets the episodes a few minutes or maybe even several minutes before my smart speaker. So, yep, if I see a tweet, sometimes I head straight there. Yeah, well, I always put the link in the tweet. You'll notice yep. that. I always put the link to the website in the tweet. Yep. And um, and that does obviously help, you know, get people to the website, which is great. But, you know, someone said to me, oh, well, I was trying to search for that Audacity feature that uh, Sean did, the tutorial, which was a brilliant tutorial. And yeah. I said, uh, oh, you just search for it. He's like, yeah, but there's no search button. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to put one of those in. So I felt a bit stupid. Um, <laughs> so we've put one in. Google, and... that's what you meant, didn't you? Exactly. That's, exactly, that's what I meant. It'll be indexed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did I did um, also add a, a little thing which people can use. Uh, I collect, and, and we all do this now, don't we? We all collate news articles in different ways, and uh, I collect mine. And uh, I'm sharing it with you on the blindguytalkstech.com website. So you can go and you can find out what I'm reading, what stories are there that I'm interested in. There's lots of interesting articles and I'm updating it all the time. Whenever I get something new, I'm just firing up there so you can, you know, have a read at it yourself. So if you ever want to know what I'm reading and what stories we're going to be talking about or, you know, you get a hint towards what we're thinking, um, then you can uh, check all that out on our website. Now, we'll do a walkthrough on the website on Monday with Sean. So check that out. And uh, we will uh, show you how it all works and where everything is, uh, whether you're coming to it from Windows or Mac, and uh, hopefully you'll get some use out of the website. Any feedback, please let me know. It is just me making it. I don't have a team of people on this one. So, you know, when it comes to the website, we're, we're just literally... Sisters are doing it for themselves, Robin. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you don't have the answer that one, do you? Uh, right, OK. Uh, let's talk about voiceover. Hurrah! Don't we just love voiceover? Isn't it the greatest screen reader on the Mac ever? On the Mac ever? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> outspoken, a close second. It's Oh, yeah, outspoken. Wow, <laughs> that takes me back. Um, yeah, well, uh, the reason we bring this up again this uh, time around is because previously, previously on the podcast, we should get one of those deep voices to do that, shouldn't we? We get that guy... Rob, who does our voiceovers. I can do it, I can do it. Pre <clears throat> Previously on the podcast. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Leave it to Rob. But uh, <laughs> even I can't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, we were talking about voiceover. You had done a, a fantastic introduction to the Mac from a voiceover perspective and, and coming to the Mac from a Windows viewpoint. So for people who are making the transition or for people who just wanted to know what the differences were, an absolutely brilliant tutorial, lots and lots of great comments on it, obviously. Obvs. Um, but uh, yeah, as a result of that, we've had uh, some feedback in and, and I love getting your feedback. You email us, hello at blindguytalkstech.com and the Difford has got in touch to say, uh, inspired by Robin's recent piece, introducing some basic things about voiceover, uh, I've decided to record uh, an, ex an explanation of the different layers within voiceover, which it took me a long time to work out and which I would have found useful if I'd understood them earlier. I don't know if this would be of any use to your listeners, but thought I would offer it to you. Well, I think it will appeal to our mm. audience. And I'm also thinking, to be honest, Sally will really benefit from this. Because she, I'm sure I will. And well. you will, yeah. And, and I, I will too. But I think <laughs> Sally, she's new to the Mac to some degree. But it's interesting, even it's interesting you say that. There are a lot of us out there who've used the Mac for a long time. You probably more than me, for sure. Uh, I dabbled in the Mac for a long time, but didn't really get into it properly until maybe last year. And now I'm just loving it. But I didn't understand all these different commanders. I knew they were there. I didn't really understand what they did. Um, and then, as, as people know, regular listeners will know I, I speak about this, that Brian Fischler from the Real Blind Tech show, or that Real Blind Tech show, had done a fantastic demonstration of the numpad commander, which you can uh, get a link to actually in tomorrow's show notes because mm -hmm. Brian Fischler is here uh, tomorrow from that Rubline Tech show talking about AxCon, so we'll look forward to hearing about that. Um, but uh, yeah, he did a fantastic demonstration of how the numpad commander worked, so that got me into that. And um, yeah, it kind of got me into that area of the settings. So let's hear what uh, Different has had to say and... Um, Let's, uh, let's comment on it on the other side. Mm -hmm. Hi everyone, my name is Doverig. I'm based in Salford, and this is a very short introduction to some concepts around voiceover on a Mac, which I hope are helpful. This is stuff that doesn't become clear in the documentation, and it's only stuff I've worked out through a few years of practice. Voiceover is a label that's applied to a wide range of functions, and I want to talk today about making sure we understand the difference between them. So first off, vanilla voiceover straight out of the box. This is a set of functions that is controlled through what are called the VO keys. The VO keys are control and option, and you press them down and hold them down while you're pressing another key. They're exactly the same as the, uh, the insert key or the caps lock key if you're in JAWS or in NVDA. In fact, you can even set the caps lock key as your VO key. So it's a modifier key. What it does is modifies any key on the Mac keyboard. This is letters, characters, even function keys. Theoretically, using shift and command as well, you could have four different functions on a key. Most keys don't have that. Um, but here's a good example. If you press down VO and D, that will take you to the dock. But if you press VO and shift and D, that will take you back to the desktop. So you've got different functions on different keys, and that's basic voiceover. There are other ways within the voiceover utility to uh, move around the screen. First of all, there's the trackpad. 
This will be familiar to people who've used uh, iOS. You use your fingers and use gestures to move around. There are some presets in the trackpad which you can't change, which do some fairly basic stuff. And you can also program the trackpad using modify keys of a keyboard like shift and command and control and option. Um, so you can have a wide range of functions on the trackpad if you need it. The next level is using the numeric pad. Now this only works if you've got the larger magic keyboard with the extension uh, into the, uh, the arrow keys and the numeric pad, or you've got a standalone numeric pad. This is really great. This is very similar if you've used JAWS to using numeric pad on there. Uh, there are some settings that uh, you can make that mean you only need to press one button to use do a, a, a voiceover gesture, or you can use various modification keys, such as the zero on the trackpad, uh, on the numeric pad rather, or any of the usual modifiers on the Mac keyboard, that's control, option, command, or shift. With a combination of those five modifier keys, you can actually get about a hundred functions or more out of the numeric pad. You won't remember them all, but if you have some things that you're using all the time, then uh, like moving up and down, interacting, selecting or whatever, the numeric pad is really, really good. The next two things are variations on a theme. Quick Nav. Quick Nav is a very simple way of using the arrow keys, up, down, left, right, the sort of upside down T-bar you find on some keyboards, to manage um, your way around the screen. And you can use the arrow keys in combinations uh, and you can get to different places. And that's a, a, a fixed set of presets. You can't really change them, uh, but you can use them to get around the screen. There is also single letter quick nav. If you've used JAWS, you'll know what this is. In JAWS, if you go onto a web or HTML um, document, it'll automatically go into this navigation mode. So if you press H, you'll find the next heading. If you press B, you'll find the next button. If you press um, you, you'll find the next unvisited link, that sort of thing. On the Mac, you have to go into this setting. So I think it's VO plus Q and that switches it on. And so you can do the same sort of things. It's important to understand that there is a difference between vanilla voiceover and single letter quick nav. I'll give you an example. In vanilla, the basic out of the box voiceover, if you press VO plus command plus H when you're on a, on a HTML page, then you'll go to the next heading. And again, if you're in quick nav and you press H on its own, you go to the next heading. But if you're in quick nav on, H, on HTML page and you press B, you'll go to the next button, just like you would in JAWS. But, but if you're in vanilla voiceover basic, VO plus command plus B will take you to the next bold text. This is because the underlying basic uh, voiceover stuff is designed for um, using a Mac in general. And this might be so, so it sort of imagines that you're in a pages document and you're looking for the next bold text. So be aware that there is a difference between navigating the web using basic voiceover and navigating the web using QuickNav. The other thing to remember about QuickNav is if you want to type anything in on the web page, 
then you need to turn QuickNav off. It's not like JAWS, which knows if you're in a form or not. So those are the various elements of VoiceOver. There's one other thing which is in the VoiceOver utility program on the Mac, but is actually a separate thing, but is also very, very handy. This is called the Keyboard Commander. What this allows you to do is set a shortcut which can be accessed using the Option key. This doesn't cause VoiceOver to speak, they are simply shortcuts. So, for example, Option key plus S, which is one of the presets, will take you to Safari. Option key plus M for Mother will open the Mail app, and you can program these. You could also, if you need your Option key to do something else, for example, I know there are some functions in Teams that uh, rely on the Option key, or if you're like me and sometimes you type in a language that uses circumflexes and other accents on letters and you need your option key uh, uh, to, to cause those to happen, you can actually set it so that in the keyboard commander, one of the option keys does your keyboard commander, leaving the other option key to be free for other, other things. So, for example, I've got my right option key set for my keyboard shortcuts if I want to open Safari or my email or whatever, and I use my left option key if I'm doing any typing that involves putting any accents on letters. So all of those things put together can create a very, very powerful tool, but it's helpful, I think, to think about them separately and understand that there are differences between them. So hope that's been helpful and uh, hope to speak to you soon. Bye-bye. That was incredible, Robin. Mm. <laughs> Just so much well. detail in there. <laughs> really good. Yeah, so he mentioned about how you can assign almost a million things to the different layers of the numpad commander, and that's what we're so amazed about, aren't we? So of all the things he's covered today, I don't use the, the trackpad commander really. Uh, I just don't know why, because obviously we're using a, a touchscreen device, you know, in our phones every day. Um, but yeah, the the I sort of do half on the keyboard with the VO keys, just from force of habit. Uh, but I use the numpad commander an awful lot. So if people can get their hands on a on a separate number pad, if they're a Mac user, I think they will definitely benefit from that. To the extent that you know half the things he was talking about between the difference between vanilla or basic voiceover, I feel like some ice cream now. Um, <laughs> nice, and yeah. the stuff, the behaviour with QuickNav on. Um, you could kind of ignore all that, really, if you just, you know, learn the layers that you'd assigned to, you know, effective web navigation mm. using the, the numpad commander for next and previous heading, item, button, form control, all that sort of thing. And you can customize those, like you said. So, yeah, really, really powerful. It is. Uh, you know, and again, with all the different layers within that. So numpad has got its all its own layers. And, you know, he's absolutely right. You know, it's not going to be easy to remember everything. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, you could use keyboard help, which will tell you what each button is for, you know, just VOK okay yep. and escape to turn it off. And, and that can really help. I taught you something today. You did. I did. I cannot <laughs> believe you didn't know it. And, you know, isn't there something great about sharing a keyboard shortcut that someone doesn't know isn't it just the best yeah. feeling because then they're like oh, i didn't know that existed and you're like yes <laughs> and it's a really basic one as well go on it's actually and and you know you say it's it, you're right it is basic but if you don't know it's there you know you don't know it's there spacebar spacebar on any item in the finder 
any um any document you're on i mean in our case i'd say more from music or audio files yeah, even video files uh, as soon as you hit the space bar a preview window pops up and on that preview window you've got information about the title and the time the length of the file um, you can even skip through it as well um, and you just hit spacebar to action it and spacebar to make it go away it's just a quick look mm. that's what they call it quick look and it's just a very simple way for you to open a file and find out what it is i use it all the time in fact i was saying to this is why i was it, it came up because i said to you today my computer for some reason today just not playing ball and i can't get preview to work and you know my good friend said to me today why do you just turn the computer off again and just turn it back on? A typical <laughs> IT response, you know, and he's probably right. That's that's probably the right thing to do. But yeah, that's a great feature. Really good. I'm going to be using that all the time. Thank you. Yeah, I bet you will. Uh, listen, if you've got any comments that you want to share, any ways that you use your Mac, um, because I have to tell you, I've noticed in the past, and I know there's been a big community of Mac users for a long time, or at least a community. I'm not sure how big we are of blind people using voiceover. But it does seem in the past few months, there's been a lot more of us. And I, I'm, I'm hearing more people talk about making the switch. You know, I mean, I think about even Sally, you know, who, who made the move to buying mm -hmm. a, a, a MacBook. Not because I sold her it. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> you didn't twist her arm. I didn't twist her arm. No, she wanted to buy it. And I said, well, that's handy because I've got one for sale. Um, and, you know, what was great was uh, she got into it. She got into it really quickly. And um, she's clever. That's why. Well, she is. She is. But I think ultimately it's because you got to put the time in, and she did. You got to put the time in. You've got to allow yourself to be irritated by it. Um, it's just like learning voiceover on the the phone. Although it is interesting, I must say, when you said you don't use the trackpad commander that much, I tend to think, why don't we use it so much? Because if you think about it, that would be the easiest way. But I think it's because there's so much more to navigate around on a Mac. Mm. The trackpad feels a bit too simplistic. I think that's the problem for me using it. I just don't feel I can, I could navigate around, say, a document or something with it, or even a website. Yep. But I think when it comes to the the Finder window and menus and all that, how would that even work? And would it be functional? You have to take your finger right up to the top corner or whatever. But I mean, yeah. for me, it's because my hands are here on the keyboard. Exactly. So you know, if you know the keystrokes, then I would always go for those instead. But yeah, I mean, for generally getting around or you know, browsing a, a web page. Yeah, I, would, I probably should. <laughs> I have to offer a word of caution, though, about the numpad. And it hit me like a bus. Um, because when it happened, because I had I got into the numpad and I was loving the numpad and I'm like all in on the numpad. And then I go out for coffee to meet a friend and I take my MacBook <laughs> with me. And I'm like, I've done that. I don't have a numpad anymore. Uh, what do I do here? And I had to kind of try and remember all the original commands. It was almost like they'd all fallen out my head and I had to quickly try and remember how to use this computer. Uh, and then I kind of realised, oh, I prefer using this with the number pad. So actually what I did, and I'm not suggesting you do this, but I actually bought myself a little Satechi Bluetooth number pad um, that you can just stick in the bag. It's tiny, tiny little thing. Just a, and That's all it is. It's just a numpad. It's like carrying around a calculator. Mm. And um, that's really useful because it does allow me the ability to keep using the numpad commands even when I'm out and about. Is that pathetic? Mm. Out and about? What's that? Yeah, it's, it's the new staying in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, that's it for us today. Uh, do keep your comments coming. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us, dead easy. You can go to our website, blindguytalkstech.com. The contact details are there. You can also now check out 
all the episodes that we've ever done the latest episodes are there as well right on the front page and you can check out the new tech news session as well where you can find out all about what i'm reading and the big stories the big access tech news stories and just other general interest stories that i find uh, to share with you find it all at blindguytalkstech.com we'll catch you again tomorrow if you want even more blind guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.